It's Monday. The clock shows the time. Come closer. Hear the knock on the door. Welcome to the House of Mystics. Hello and welcome back to the House of Mystics. Tonight, I am accompanied by... Randy. I'm Patrick. Tabitha. And we want to say hi to Blaine and Lisa that were not able to be with us today, but they are remembered. We have here two candles in your honor. Runs for candles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so tonight uh, is dream interpretation. We're talking about dream interpretation. And I think that one of the things that we need to start with is where dreams come from. When obviously we're not talking about your brain, we're talking about the conscious or subconscious mind. And I've always said, at least my opinion, that our dreams come from the influence of our consciousness, but from our subconscious. What do you guys think? I agree. I think that we, a lot of that times, your dreams are going to be, you know, subconsciously. Filtering through what happened throughout your life or what, you know, during the day and trying to process that. But also you have things that are going to come to you as well through your subconscious. Yeah, no, that, that's that. I completely agree with that. Um, so first question for everyone. Do you think that all your dreams have an important meaning or message? No. Not every one of them. Yeah, that's true. Not every one of them, because I've I've dream of sometimes. I'm not gonna say about what I dream about, but sometimes I dream of, uh, I dream about uh, like violent moments in my life. Mm-hmm. That not necessarily has a message or a dream, but can definitely tell me a lot about my healing process. It's not necessarily a message, but we also have dreams that are related to movies, mm-hmm. and those. Those dreams have no meaning, and I, and and I think that is very important uh, to explain to our listeners that dreams, not all of them, have a message from your spirit guides, ancestors, the dead, or even from your higher self. Right. So, what would you say that a dream? can do for you besides a message? Is there anything else that a dream can can give you? Well, a good dream uh, or happy dream or whatever you want to call it can help you just get into uh, a state in your sleep that you just actually enjoy. And the time, you know, it just feels like you're just enjoying your sleep so you're actually in sleep and you don't want to come out of it to get out of the because you want to live that dream out like you're on a desert island or you're in a boat or you're just sailing the ocean waters and you're just just enjoying that dream and then you're just for 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 some an ocean water would be a nightmare (laughs) (laughs) yeah because tabitha doesn't know how to swim no Okay, well, it could be something. You skydive. We'll get you a life jacket. It could be, okay. It, it could be anything that that particular person is dreaming about that would make him happy. So whatever it was there, 
would be whatever was making him happy. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. I think that uh, dreaming is a very healing process. If, obviously, you're having a good dream. But how about premonitions? Can premonitions occur through dreams? Yes. I have them all the time. That's normal for me. So would you say then that your dreams, when there are premonitions, are they different from other dreams? Yes. They're very vivid and detailed, and I can't forget them. And something always happens after I have that dream. Okay. Okay. So if dreams are uh, can be prophetic, uh, they can serve as a warning. Um, but let's talk about the meaning behind things, because I know that at least I do dream interpretation. I know that, that uh, Brandy, you told me you also do dream interpretation, so, um, but not all dream interpretation is the same. There are differences. Um, I'm going to give you one of the most common, uh, I want to say reading slash dream interpretation that I've done for people is when they dream about weddings. Um, the way that I learned it, uh, weddings, they not necessarily is a good thing. That to me would it completely depends because when I hear wedding, I hear commitment. I hear deadline. I hear, um, pressure. I hear all kinds of things that are very restrictive. They're not necessarily light, happy wedding moments. So I Ex agree. Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the things for me when I'm doing dream interpretation is the colors. Mm -hmm. Is the color of the wedding dress is white, black, red, green, blue, violet, purple. What is the color of that dress? And again, we are just concentrating on the dress, right? But also, if within that dream, you know, okay, so the groom was there. What color was he dressed in? It was the, is, is this is the person that you were, uh, that you are getting married to, or you got married mm. to, or if this is a person that hurt you. This is a person that tried to kill you. This is a person that uh, betrayed you, broke your heart. All, all that. It's not just oh, I dream of a wedding. Right. Right, because sometimes, depending on the situation, a wedding, it, uh, at least the way that I see it in how I was taught, it could signify an ending, even a death as an ending, right? Um, but let's move along from that. Common dreams, falling. Mm -hmm. Flying. Flying. What, what? I've never had a flying dream, and oh my God, that would be fun. I... You never? Never. Really? I know, right? Never. I've, yeah, I've never had a, uh, a flying one, but I've had falling ones constantly where I literally get the moment I'm asleep, then I jump. Yep. And you do that every night. night. That's how I know you're asleep, is you jump. Every night, and it's, a, it's always the same thing. And in, in, in your case, do you have a specific meaning for when someone is falling? Are we talking psychologically? Or are we talking the meaning of the dream interpretation? The, the, the meaning of the dream the in, uh, in, you know, uh, in dream interpretation, if somebody is falling, and when I say falling, I'm saying falling on the floor. I'm saying that somebody's, somebody's falling through an abyss, 
or being a little bit more complex it could be it could it depends on the person that's dreaming and the other the other details around it because it could mean something as simple as or as complex as letting go even it's falling mm -hmm. you know or trusting the unknown and letting yourself go in that manner or it could be you know launching into something that you don't know what's happening and you're scared to death you know there's many many di different and like i said it depends on what else is surrounding that falling no, no, I completely agree. It's a lot of things that, that, that you have to look at when we do a dream uh, interpretation. Yeah, but mine has changed. So now when I remember when I was a kid and when I had these dreams, it, when I was falling, it, I, I felt the whole time waiting for that point where I was going to hit something. If it was water or the land, whatever. In the, when I was little, it actually showed to the point of it was mostly all the time it was water because I'm I'm afraid of water. I can't swim very well, and so it was always that. Now there's no end. There's it's the moment I have it now. I'm 52 years old, and I'm literally I when I, I go into sleep, I'm falling, but I'm not scared. I'm not waiting for that impact. I'm not waiting anything. It's more like it's a stepping stone to get to the point of where now whatever's going to happen, it's it's now it's just a must. I have to fall, and then everything just starts. Whatever the dreams I'm going to have, wherever I'm actually in sleep now, maybe it's just that stepping stone of the moment now I'm in sleep. Yeah, um, at least it's changed. I mean, literally, yeah. I can feel it's changed. Yeah, at least for me, um, there's always keywords depending on the action of what's going on, right? And for example, falling, you know, yeah, liberation, fear, hmm. unknown, lack of control, lack of control, yeah, lack of control. Uh, it's something that, again, you have no control of. It's something that uh, is happening without you making it, making the decision of just jumping. It's just you fall, just falling. But how about let's let's take some normal ones to see if we can give the the audience some 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 good keywords. Then we can work around and and, and kind of like complicate things. <laughs> um, yes. Um, um, a birth. To me, that means um, death. I, I, I would agree to me, a, a birth. And I have dreamt of people being born and someone did die after. That's happened to me many times. So, yeah, a birth to me, just, you know, just the birth, just, uh, just that. Seeing it happen. Without, without uh, any other influence, a birth, yeah, can signify, signify a, a, a death. Uh, teeth falling. Losing teeth? money. Yeah, teeth falling. Losing money. Losing teeth, losing money. That could... There's more to that than just losing money, though. There's. It's like a betrayal, but to, it's a lot around money. Um, the way that I learned it as well, losing money, uh, losing wealth, losing prosperity, losing abundance. Where's someone uh, talking about you? Um, um, I'm even gonna say that this 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 can signify uh, losing your health. I would signify it more with losing your health, with um, with things that you're not able to 
in any way kind of chew on, you know, that you are, you're stuck, you can't get through like mentally, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, it could even come down to physical attributes, you know, losing fear of losing those physical attributes or, you know, insecure things, you know, that, along that nature. Okay. Okay. So, and, um, how about driving? Control. Now, but is there a destination point or are you just nope, driving? Just driving. Just, just driving. driving. My driving streams are scary. That's control. <laughs> control for you. Uh, driving. Yeah, I have a few keywords for that. It would be control, looking for a way to escape. Okay, yeah. Um, and, uh, and being lost. Again, just driving. Mm-hmm. And see what well, here's my here's my thing is it's it's hard to pinpoint a specific meaning for a specific action because there are other contributing factors which are going to influence whatever the outcome is always. Yeah. So it depends on what the person feels while they're driving. You know, it could depend on the direction they're driving. Yeah. And it could depend on if there's somebody in the car, you know, so many other things that make it yeah, when it comes to the interpretation, everything is going to influence how you're going to interpret it, mm-hmm. right? But there's always some keywords that will help you have a foundation. And it's always, and this is where I'm going, what, uh, what I'm, where I'm going with this. It's that there's always going to be a main action or a main event. Let's just call it that way. Mm-hmm. That main event will be influenced by the things that are happening around what the, per- where, for example, driving, okay, what kind of car are you driving? Are you driving a car? No, uh, I'm driving a, a truck or whatever. Uh, uh, do you have your seatbelt on? Do you don't have your seatbelt mm-hmm. on? Are you traveling through the city? Are you traveling through the, uh, through the country? Yeah, right, exactly. All those things, yeah. right? But the action itself is driving. So that action will will is is the one that will be it's your stepping block to build the story yes right right yes. right but even the examples that you gave of you know we have control we have we have escape and we have uh, what was your third one uh being lost being lost okay so those other contributing factors would determine those keywords like you'd have to know those other things to get to the root keyword yes and no yes and no because you can be lost and you can be happy right but because you want that you want to be lost right right but what i'm saying is that the action whatever you're doing let's let's keep it driving driving the first thing that you want to know with that is how the person is feeling the person that is driving right, right. that's what i'm saying uh, those will how, determine which keyword you're going for yes yeah yes yes then once you have a foundation that, okay, what are your surroundings? So, you know, this is just an example because this can go. And again, I'm not saying that I'm the only one or you're the only one that has the right way because everybody has their own way of, to interpret dreams. Right, right. Everyone, everyone has their own way. And it's very much dependent on the dreamer. Yes. Yes. It, it depends a lot on the dreamer and also depends on the point of view of the dreamer. Yes. That's my, if, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If, yeah. if, if I'm dreaming, having a dream 
and I'm looking through my eyes, it's in the first person. Mm -hmm. And because it's in the first person, it's just specifically how I feel about what I'm doing. Right. But if I'm having a dream from the perspective of above or like a movie, then I'm not in first person, even if the dream is about me or about someone else, mm -hmm. that changes the situation. Right. Because it's not how I'm feeling necessarily of is probably how I'm reacting to that dream. And again, or how I feel like I'm supposed to be feeling, exactly. but I'm truly not. Exactly. Yeah. There's a huge separation there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, so what about recurring dreams? Can we interpret those? Do you feel like you can interpret a recurring dream? I feel like they get difficult to to look at because they recur but they recur differently each time different thing i mean there's the main actions are the same but each time there's going to be maybe a little bit more that you see that you didn't see before or maybe it's going to change the scenery each one that i've ever had things have been different surrounding the main event but the main event was the same okay. so i would think it's a little bit more it's a little bit harder to actually interpret them. Um, um, my opinion, at least on, uh, on recurring dreams, um, recurring dreams, they usually occur when we, we have not been able to either conquer or let go of something. And sometimes people are, oh, I had a recurring dream since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Well, this can connect either to a past life or something that you experienced when you were very little, but I don't think that interpreting a recurring dream uh, will give you a different outcome of the dream. Now, in astrology, the south node in the 12th house, the house of dreams, um, does tend to have um, show that people have recurring dreams or night terrors. And I've seen it with almost every client that I've had, I've seen night terrors associated with the south node, but that also shows past life. Okay, so there is definitely some sort of connection with dreams and past lives. Mm -hmm. I could agree to that. Mm -hmm. I've seen it every time when I see south node 12th house, I connect it and I ask them, I make a note of it and everyone says yes. Um, so do you feel like um, any of you feel um, like a, like dreams can actually determine the outcome of, outcome of situations in real life? I think they can because I think they can help you process through whatever you're, you know, maybe you can't make a decision or something and you'll go to sleep and dream and that will help you to influence your decision. So definitely, yeah, so definitely would you say that learning how it, how to interpret your dreams would be a great tool yeah. to have mm -hmm. as a spiritualist, as a practitioner, and even as a astrologer, astrologer as a person, as a normal person, because um, in, in, in different native uh, um, nations, they, they understand that the dreams are kind of like the way they communicate um, with the spirit world. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, if you do a meditation, if you do a path working, what are you doing? You're, oh, you're lucid dreaming. 
pretty much. Exactly. You're lucid dreaming. The difference is because you're lucid, lucid, you understand everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. When we are sleeping, sleeping alone, we don't have the focus that, okay, I'm going to dream about this and I'm going to see what is the solution to this problem. You just dream randomly and you have more than one dream. Even if you don't remember your dreams or you, or you feel like you don't dream, um, when we are dreaming or during the night, we dream, uh, at least I dream more than one thing. I'm, I, I don't dream like the same thing the entire night. Right. What is your opinion about you dreaming, waking up, going back to sleep and continue to dream? I hate that. I hate it. It's happened more than one Yeah. It's different things. I mean, it's the same people, same situation. It just changed. It's like you 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 feel like you woke up because it's a terror or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then you go to the bathroom and you're just like, okay, I don't want to dream this no more. And then you instantly fall asleep and it's right back where you feel that you didn't finish the storyline. So mm -hmm. you have to go through it. And it's like, no. Then you instantly want to wake yourself up again. It's like, I didn't want to dream this anymore. I wanted to move on to something else. Yeah, how it, it, do you do you guys feel that that has a significance when it comes to dream interpretation? Yes and no. I mean, because if you wake up, you're logically going to go back to sleep remembering the same thing you woke up thinking about. That's logic. So you're going to start dreaming that same dream again. But now, how about the continuation of the dream? Not dreaming the same, but continuing where you left off. Yeah, it's going to continue where you left off because that was a waking moment. So it's going to be stuck in your mind. So you're going to automatically start there, but then it's going to change. And so I think that I think that what you would want to look at in that situation is where it was before you woke up and what changed when you went back to sleep and couldn't really sleep because you were still in that dream. Because that I think would be a big significator and something that you want to look at for sure right there. Okay. I, um, the way that I, that, that I, at least I believe with this and that I've worked around this uh, for a while is that if you have a dream, you wake up and you go back to sleep, whether you do it right away or you do it 30 minutes later uh, and you continue a chain of events with that, uh, with that dream, um, this dream is a memory. Oh, okay. It's not that it has <clears throat> like a like a message behind it, but it's definitely a memory that could be connected to the life that you live in right now or to a past life. Okay, interesting. Well, it better been a fucking past life because this sure hell don't want to be in this dream. <laughs> um, he doesn't have pleasant dreams. Well, it's really rare that I have pleasant dreams. I usually have um, every night. I have nightmares. I do. Right, but I don't interpret them because I know that they're connected to my PTSD. And I'm pretty sure he's got Paticida as well, but I just don't know where it comes from. But sometimes I do get dreams that are a little bit more pleasant and they, for me, hold some sort of significance. Mm -hmm. and, and again, it depends on what's going on, but if we complicate things, let's talk about colors oh, here we in go. dreams. Yeah. 
right? How about red? Well, I could tell you what it means for me. Okay, no, that's fine. You could tell me what it means for you. Yeah. But we also have to ask the person who's dreaming it what it means for them. Yeah. And how it makes them feel. Yeah. And this is the difference between when we when we are looking at somebody's dream or interpret a dream, interpreting a dream for someone. For me, the color red could signify, I don't know, passion. But for that person, they think of it as blood. So it's fear, it is it's anger. And see, for me, it's anger or power. Yeah, yeah. How about black? I, I would like to know everybody's opinion on this. If you dream that you are, and I'm going to give you a more specific. Um, let's just say that you're dreaming that you're dressed in black. And the main focus of it is that you're covered in a black dress. That's not fair. But I like well, that. That's all I ever wear, so that doesn't count. Okay, well, <laughs> uh, a white dress okay, or, a white, or dress. white clothing. White dress would signify innocence or purity or, you know, um, light springy feeling for me. For me signifies divinity. Okay. See? For me, it would just mean being out in a hot day because I don't want to get too hot. Because I don't ever wear white. I've seen you in white. No. Seen it, it happen. Has stuff on it. Nope. It happens. Still is white. So it counts. <laughs> white. It counts. <laughs> but yeah you know colors are very important when we're looking at you know dream interpretation it doesn't matter you know it, it, it's not like candles right that you know you have black and usually people see it as protection and other things uh white you can use basically for everything you know and, and, and you have uh green for money and 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 you have the colors that are very uh i want to say very everything's very set very static mm -hmm. When it comes to dream, nothing's static. Nothing is static. Okay, because oh, you know, it could be the color that you saw somebody died and that sticked on you. Mm -hmm. Right. But colors are also important when we are looking at the dream in general, when we're looking at the whole dream. Okay, because the, the dream is always going to have a beginning and always going to have an ending. And with this, I'm not saying that it's a chain of events or a movie that happened. No. What is the first thing that you remember of that dream that you did? And what is the last thing that you remember that you did? What happened in between? Mm -hmm. What happened in between and how your dream changed from point A to point B? Because sometimes when we're doing dream interpretation, you got to realize that one dream doesn't hold the entire message. My grandfather used to say, when you dream, you write down. You write down your dreams. Right. You Think write you it down. Up, yeah. You write down the important thing, whatever you, whatever it is that you, that you remember, you write it down. Then, next day you dream, you write it down again. And every day that you dream, you write it down. And you try to read all your dreams and see if all together they make sense. Hmm. All right. That's an interesting concept. He would always say that to me because he knew I dreamed a lot. Uh, and, and, and that was something that was 
one of the things, this is how you make connections. This is how you put dots in, you know, he was the one that teach me how to interpret dreams. And that was one of the lessons he gave me, how to connect those dots in between. I think that it's very important for all of us here, obviously, but also to our listeners to understand that sometimes one dream doesn't have the entire message or doesn't have the entire answer of what they're looking for. Because I think, I do believe that sometimes dreams hold answers to problems. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I think that is, uh, is how a brain and mind works. Yeah. I think all of us here, um, we go to sleep after we kind of like maybe read a book or watch TV or whatever we were doing that we, it. that we kind of like shut down. You can dream about what you, uh, what you, uh, what you read about or what you, uh, what you were watching. But if you think about problems, your, your, your brain becomes more active at night. If the TV's left on or if someone's talking while I'm sleeping or if I hear a conversation, I tend to dream about that even when I'm sleeping. It's because you're not technically asleep. You're actually coherent in your I'm dreams. Always like yes. That. And this is something that we definitely need to talk about. Um, it's when we are not completely asleep. Mm -hmm. When we have a sleep, um, we get more influences from the outside. Absolutely, because we're not in REM. Exactly, we're not. Um, we are easily influenced. This is where your dreams, if you ever have a dream that you feel like it's important, but you know that you were half asleep, this is not an important dream. It's just you weren't all the way asleep. <laughs> yes. Exactly. It happens to me all the time through throughout the whole night. It's been a very long time. Sometimes that does happen. It's normal for me to, to hear when I'm sleeping. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's true. If you have the if you fall asleep with the TV on, you tend to, uh, um, hmm. I want to say, uh, like in a way, not live. What's going on? But in a way, yes. Yeah. But in a way, yes. <laughs> um, it's interesting because, for example, I have to listen to things to be able to fall completely asleep. Mm. But I don't listen to movies. I don't listen to things. You know, I usually listen to either quantum physics or or things that are like mysteries. And, you know, I, I, I even had a moment that I was listening to... Everybody here knows what an SCP is. Oh an my SCP. SCP. Mm -mm. I'm unfriending you right now. Boop, boop, we just all boop. got broke up with. Um, uh, secure, contain, and protect. That is uh, for those who are listening that knows what SCP is. Uh, let us know in the comments. Um, but. Um, SCP is kind of like stories that people have made. There is even a website for it. And there are thousands and thousands of stories. Um, there's actually a, it's a foundation, the SCP Foundation. There's actually a phone number for it. You call and 
it sounds very legit. It's pretty cool. Anyway, I'm 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 derailing. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, it's it's stories about, for example, uh, little teen god, uh, um, the house that is alive, uh, the other dimension, um, so, smiley face. Oh, the laughing guy or the laughing mask, I believe it is. Um, there is so many stories with it. So are they like urban legend type things? Kind of urban legends, but it, they're like, it's really, uh, they're applied to our, our like real life. So the phone number that's with it is fake, but it's just, you know, Oh, you call it. And when you call it, you know, you know, uh, thank you for calling the SCP foundation. You know all the information that you have, uh, that you are that you're going to give. Uh, it will be you know secure and protected, right? It, it's it's like very legit. That some people were like, this has to be true. No, it's not true. It's it's just a website that I kind of want to call it right now just for fun. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Yeah, uh, but it, it also gives you a warning, like you know, if you continue this phone call, you know, like you're going to be monitored. You're going to be you know like. You're going to be visited by agents. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. I like it. Um, um, even my stepdaughter, my daughter knows about this. <laughs> anyway, um, but uh, yeah, I do need like a white noise. For me, that's my white noise. See, and I cannot have one. I cannot have any noise or I am right awake. And not only am I awake. Okay, let me rephrase that. I am awake enough to have the most random thoughts in the middle of the night that give me panic attacks for over stupid things that make no sense. But I'm still half asleep, so I can't stop. But this is how it works for me. My brain works this, works this way. Um, if I listen to intelligent stuff, my brain will be active enough that when I wake up, I get ideas. Hmm. Interesting. All right. All right. Um, but with this, what I mean is that not everybody works the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes like you were saying that you two are, you know, if you listen to things, you really are, cannot really sleep mm -hmm. or your influence in one way or another. I went to sleep studying once and I knew it by the time I woke up because I studied so much. I dreamt about when I was studying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but understand this that i think that i i need to make this link very uh i think that is very important to make this link uh not all dreams are important because sometimes we definitely ask to travel when we're dreaming and astral traveling and dreaming are not the same thing right they're not the same thing whatever you experience in your travels is not a dream that needs to be interpreted so let, let, let's complicate things a little bit. Let's continue with the car situation. Let's just say that you're driving a car, just a normal car. You're the one driving and you are um, looking through your own eyes. You, you can see the road, you can see your hands driving, you can see your face in the mirror, all that. Um, and you are traveling in a road that is fields and fields and fields of people. 
not corn, not grass, not trees, but people. To me, that means I'm running away from them. <laughs> <laughs> that means I've got, I have too much social interaction happening yep. and I have no, no free time or no me time and I'm trying to hide it. Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. But let's say that with all that I explained, you feel very happy. And I'm getting away from them. Yeah. Very happy. Those people are still probably, I mean, they're not in my car. So I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a lot of people outside that car. And I'm, I'm yeah, by myself in the quiet. So, the quiet. so there, I mean, maybe it's a lot of even supportive people. Maybe it's a lot of things that are happening in your life that are really good with people involved, but still you need that separation and that alone. Mm-hmm. that sense of self. Okay. Okay. So let's add one more thing to this, right? You're driving your car from a first person perspective. You are in a complete, huge, immense field and you're in, 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 in the fields are full with people and all the people are crying mm-hmm. and you still feel happy. Then I pissed some people off somewhere. <laughs> Again. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Or you're happy. Or I'm in denial. Or there's okay. So, so if I'm doing this as a reading, I would be Mm -hmm. interpreting this as somebody that being in denial. There's a lot of emotions and feelings that need to be felt, and they are avoiding them. That would be one way to see it. Yes. Yes. Or you just died, and you're happy because you just you you're on your journey to heaven. Or hell, wherever you're going. <laughs> <laughs> care, you're going somewhere. And the people are crying because they miss you, but you're you're on your journey and you've you didn't leave anything behind. So letting go. Letting, letting go. I'm in a way. Letting go that moving. Moving forward. Moving. I I I agree with everybody here. Everybody here. But the way that I would see that, specifically for me, it would be more like I am running away from my problems. Right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Avoiding the, the yeah, mm-hmm. emotions. Yeah. I am I'm running away from my problems because I set a bunch of people, a group of people. I didn't say who they were. Mm-hmm. Next question as a reader would be, who are they? Mm-hmm. Do you know anybody there? Right? Because if those people have your own face, you're running away from yourself or from your own problems. Right? Now, let's change the scenario for our listeners. Let's see that you are, let's use the falling. You're falling through an abyss. And when you are, when you feel like you're close, uh, to hit, to hit the bottom, it continues, but it always gives you that little bit of scare that you are about to hit the ground. Expecting something to happen that never does. Anxiety. Anxiety. Mm -hmm. I agree. A lot of anxiety there. A lot of fear. A lot Mm -hmm. of um, waiting for the shoe to drop, I guess is the term, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for something to happen that's not going to. Or expecting something to happen. Always expecting the worst. Mm -hmm. Okay. I, I would agree to that. It's, uh, it's the expectation of something happening, definitely. But let's add something to that. Let's add um, 
Let's add heat. Just heat. Everything feels very hot. You've done something and you're waiting for some waiting for the backlash of it. Yes. You have screwed up and you're waiting for it to come back at you. Yeah. Now cold. Cold? Fear. Fear. How about darkness? Darkness? You cannot see nothing. Uh, you're surrounded by darkness. That could be a few. That could be fear for some. Yes, it could be a few. It could be, it could be, um, it could be opening up on that one. It could be the expectation. I mean, well, not the expectation is the wrong word. Um, it could be, it could be delving into things that you're unfamiliar with and um, having that fear of them. But for me, it's not necessarily as much of a fear as it would be for some others, I guess. That would comfort me. If it was all black for some reason. Or darkness. Yeah. It would, I would feel safe. I don't feel, yeah, the darkness doesn't scare me. It makes me feel like, because when I'm in a dark, when I'm envisioning darkness, I'm always seeing my immediate surroundings. Mm -hmm. So it's more of a, what's the word? I don't even know the word, but I feel safe. Safe. It's, it's, it's secure. It's a very secure mm -hmm. space. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's add yeah. to this yeah. hands. You're falling down in darkness and ex expecting that you're about to hit the ground at any moment and you keep expecting it, but at the same time, you feel hands around you. Are they touching you? Are they, are they grabbing you or are they not grabbing you? Uh, not grabbing. That's a good question. Not grabbing, but touching. Okay. So touching, that means that people are trying to help you do this, this and you're not accepting their help or other people are trying to, trying to push you down that's throughout this either one Hands, mm -mm. i mean just think of the labyrinth you'll be fine okay oh, let's yeah no no I, I i agree people trying to help you right because again they're trying to touch you uh or they're, they're touching you right or uh, another thing that i could that i could is this uh the feeling of or being overwhelmed mm -hmm. yeah that would be one that i would probably go to now how about birds when we dream about birds and i know that i'm changing this very drastically no it's, but it's it's how it is because that's what dreams do exactly <laughs> okay i've dreamt of an eagle before that was golden and big and landing on a tree in front of me and i felt like it was very positive well again what is the bird doing where is it at? Let's just say, let, let's just say that the, like Tabata said, landed on a, 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 on the tree in the front of your house. Okay. So then we have that we so are from the falling. Are we no. going from that or are no, we just no. going to something different? No, this is different. Okay. So are we watching the bird? If we're yep. watching the bird come and land in the tree, then it, it could be a sign that you need to pay attention to what the bird is looking at, where the bird is at. Um, what does the bird signify to you or you know, it could be that if it's something that you're personally sensing and feeling, then it could be like um, security, knowledge, um, leaning on um, a foundation because a bird's foundation is a tree. Um, or what does he have in his beak or whatever yeah, yeah. he has in his claws? What, are we, what is he doing and what does he carry? Yeah, let's just say that it flies, lands on the branch, in front of your house, nothing his on his uh, on his beak or on his claws. Let's just say that the bird lands, looks at you, 
and speaks. Well, then we're getting a message of some kind from the bird. And depending on what that message is, well, it's going to determine let's whether just or say not that, we're Let's just say it. that the bird is a blue jay. Yeah. Does, would that would hold any significance to you, uh, depending on the bird that is? Yeah, because it would mean it would be, have something to do with I, a communication that I need to pay attention to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there are specific birds. For example, it's not the same thing uh, that you get a blue jay or you get a, an owl or you get a, a crow or an eagle uh, that you get a parrot. The parrot's going to expect it to talk. Yes, yes. You're going to expect it to talk or uh, a seagull. God, those are annoying. Not as bad as fucking pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's talk about then uh, about other animals. Let's say you dream about whales. Whales. I've talked about this before. Whales would be a problem that is too big that I feel like I couldn't handle, mm-hmm. or it would be a large sense of self in a way. Okay. Okay. Um. Um. For. For. I'm sorry, for uh, for me, whales, depending which whale it is, mm-hmm. um, um, they're going to signify something negative or something positive. Okay. See, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily ever see a whale as being negative. If it is actually, if it is actually a sperm whale, for my people, that was a negative thing. Really? See, yes. I don't have that association, so that that wouldn't be that for me at all. Yeah. Uh, would be a negative thing. On the contrary, if it was an orca, it was mm-hmm. a very positive thing. Hmm. Because orcas, for my people and other tribes, are considered the wolves of the oceans. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Let's change it. It's instead of a, a whale, a shark. A shark, you're obviously going to have that sense of danger, that sense of fear, that sense of your life being threatened let's make them a little bit more complicated you're in the water with the shark yeah danger lots of danger Danger. lots of danger but it determines again we're back to what is the shark doing is he the 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 shark is uh swimming around you you? circling you yeah yeah you're you're in immediate imminent danger how about if the shark if we're talking about uh, the shark just being next to you. Then you have to determine your feeling. The shark, you, actions, reactions, all of those things play a part. Yeah. She says no, no sharks. No. What? Oh. Yeah, go ahead. What if you dreamt of someone that's passed? Somebody dead? Mm-hmm. That, that happens all the time. That happens a lot. Uh, but you have to be very careful with this because sometimes it could be a message from the dead and sometimes it's just missing that person or a memory of that person that, you know, Mm -hmm. you saw a picture of that person that day. I get a lot of clients come to me for actually, uh, on Saturday, I had one, I had one on Saturday came to me for a mediumship and then, you know, they were telling me that they were dreaming about this person that passed. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, I did a mixture of little, a little bit of both, you know, dream interpretation and mediumship. And it turns out that, you know, that person was not trying to deliver a message that that really, uh, beloved uh, person was not trying um, to relay a message. It was just a memory. It was just a memory. Well, even if they, even if you get a clear message in the dream, you have to determine if that message makes any sense and if it's pertinent to your life. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, you're going to, you're going to have words, specific things that they say that don't apply. In yeah. And the sounds. Yeah. And the sounds, uh, I don't know her name, but on the sounds, uh, uh, we have this person that she did ask about a dream, mm -hmm. right? And the, and the dream really doesn't make a lot of sense, right? After she told us the dream, the dream really didn't make a lot of sense. Does it mean that it's, that it has a meaning? No, it doesn't. Sometimes Not dreams always. don't have meaning. I've always kind of gone by the theory for myself and I, I realize it's different for others, but for me, if a dream wakes me up, then I need to remember it because typically I don't wake up from my dreams. If I dream, I don't remember them unless I wake up and that's something for me. Okay. Why did I wake up? What do I need to remember from this? But then, you know, if I don't write it down, I'm never going to remember anyway. So write your dreams down people. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you will not remember no matter how vivid it is. Yeah. How about losing your hair? Losing your hair? Fear in in getting, the dream. Fear of getting old, stress, um, anxiety, uh, all kinds of things. How about eating alone? Eating alone? Yeah. I'm going somewhere with this. Eating alone. Eating be, alone. It could be very peaceful. It could be loneliness. It could be lack of romance in your life or the desire for romance in your life that you're not getting. It could be, it could be again, so many things. Yeah. Um, how about eating with someone you, let's just say maybe hate. I would question my dream right then and there. Eating with someone that I hate would be... You hate or you don't like. This doesn't have to be hate. Would be me feeling like I had to put on a false front for some reason. Or that I had to force myself to get along with this person for a specific objective. Or that the reason that you have problems with this person is not justified. Okay. You know, like... You, you need to give this person a chance. Okay. Because we have to look at both sides. Obviously, we just, we've been very general with this, right? Are you having a good time with this person in that moment? Well, yes, you are. Well, if I don't like them, then I wouldn't be. Yeah, but, but if you're in a dream, the weirdest things happen in dreams. You might be with this person that you hate in the dream, but in the dream, you're having an amazing time. So when I realize that I wouldn't do something or if I don't like that person, I will realize that I'm dreaming and I will stop it. I will wake up. I've done that many times as well. Um, I will realize when I'm dreaming that I'm dreaming. Yeah, that's another thing. If we are dreaming and we realize that we're dreaming and then keep dreaming, that's, that's trippy. Yes, it is. It's really cool. <clears throat> yes, it is. Um, how about water? Just water. Just water. You're dreaming with water. The sound of water. 
uh, the coldness of refreshment. Be careful you don't wet the bed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's very true. But the significance of water in a dream. Just to, just water. If you're dreaming about water, whether you are in the water, whether you are uh, on a boat on the, wa- on, on the water, I'm talking about ocean or the sea. I'm talking about just water, like fresh water. Freedom. Freedom. Also, it could be very restricting. You could be trapped. Yes. Depending. Can you see the land? Can you see anything around? Is it... No, yeah, no, I agree. I think that with, with this conversation that we've had, um, I think that our listeners need to understand they just want, to, well, first of all, that uh, keywords are not enough. Mm-hmm. That not somebody tells close. you yeah. that, yeah, that somebody tells you, like, oh, so you join with this, but this means this. No. No. No, because I've heard that before. No. When you are going to interpret a dream, you got to take an accountability, everything. Where you were, what is the action that you're doing? Do you how do you feel about it? What are your surroundings? Is it day day? Is it night? Is it the afternoon? The morning? Uh, if you don't know, other uh, uh, there's going to be other factors that are going to influence in that interpretation. Mm-hmm. Just because you dream about a wolf eating you up means one thing. No. Were you enjoying that? <laughs> And I don't know I'm, I'm exaggerating, right, right, but right. <clears throat> where you are, you know, what is the scenario around it? Well, and if you're doing a dream interpretation for a client, it's not about you telling them what their dream means. It's you helping them to determine for themselves, in an essence, what their dream means for them. By helping them to figure out little pieces, they're going to put those pieces together more for what it means for them. Yes, I do agree with that to a certain point. Because, yeah, sometimes you're going to get a client that they're going to come to you and you're going to, okay, this means this and this and this, and they're going to figure it out. But sometimes you get clients that they're not going to figure it out. And you actually have to, um, let's just say, use your uh, uh, ability, whether it's intuition, Mm -hmm. empathic, or psychic ability to actually be be able to uh, give them the meaning. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. If you give them the, as far as, you know, this is what I see that it means, you know, what it means as far as me, you know, how I interpret that, then they can be like, oh, well, that would make sense with this. Yes. And they start piecing things together on their end. Yes. Because yeah. uh, I want to say that 99.9% that of the dream interpretations that I've done, uh, they have been able to connect it to one of, uh, uh, a moment or a situation that they're living. Yep, Exactly. They exactly. are going to be able to connect it or a fear mm-hmm. or even a shadow. You know, there are things that can, you know, it doesn't have to be necessarily what you're going through in the moment, but even, you know, spiritually. Because mm-hmm. spirit loves, loves your dreams to communicate. Well, and you have to also think about the fact that if you had a traumatic event as a child, say, and you had a lot of dreams surrounding that event. If you have a dream come out as an adult that is the same as what you were dreaming as a kid, it doesn't necessarily have a meaning other than maybe you're still trying to process some other trauma, mm-hmm. but that's automatically where your brain goes is that how it used to tra- yeah. process it back then. Now, how about when entities infiltrate your dreams? Okay. Yeah, I know I complicated it a little bit, but 
Um, for no. example, you. <laughs> for example, <laughs> let's just say that uh, your dreams are being influenced by a spirit of the dead or any kind of other entity that not necessarily is human. Can you interpret those dreams? Do you think that would be a possibility to have a solution through the dreams? I don't know. Depending on the, my opinion is, <coughs> I'm sorry, depending on the, um, all the type of spirit that we're talking about, um, because our dreams are always going to tell us what is going on with us, not only physically, but also spiritually. Mm -hmm. And when we have the influence of any kind of entity, whether it was a human entity or a living person, because as witches, as witches we can influence dreams Correct. on other people. Correct. Um, we need to have complete details of that dream. We need to look deeper into the dreams and not only as, okay, this happened, this is what it means. Mm, no. No, it, you need to, lead, uh, to look deeper. And I want to say, look deep into the energy of that person. The problem here is that people don't really understand not only the dream aspect of things, but the influence that everything, that everything and entities and people and situations can put in your dreams. I'm saying this because I see people that they give too much importance to dreams more than than their own life mm. and i think that we as individuals as people that interpret dreams that do readings and and and, and try to help others we need to clarify to the people that we try to help that not all dreams, not all dreams are supposed to, not supposed, but I want to say. It's not always a message. It's no always a message, but you're not supposed to follow them. Right. Oh, no, no, no. So I think that our dreams are the most important part of our inner work as well. Because I think that it reveals to us what we need to work on, what are fears, what are strengths. So dreams have a lot to do with our spirit and our psyche. Oh, yeah, absolutely. A lot. Absolutely. As you can see, we could keep talking about dreams because dreams are endless. We can dream about Mars. We can dream about Andromeda. We can dream about hell and heaven. We can dream about anything. And everything is going to have a, 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 a specific and a not so specific meaning. <laughs> They're very interpretive. Yes, they are. But for things to come. Right, ah, here we are. Things to come. Announcements. 
Okay, so let's start with what we have going on at the Mystic Frog. Um, this week we have we have Tabitha's tarot class happening, but that's already three episodes in. This will be the so third one, yeah. The third, so probably not going to want to get in on that one yet. That'll be next time. We do have our Mystic panel happening on Thursday, uh, the 24th at 7.15. That's going to be an online event. It's going to be on our Facebook page and on TikTok. Um, then you'll be able to message in with your questions and you will get your answers. Um, then happening on Saturday, the 26th, we have our tadpoles class. You guys, this is the cutest class. It is amazing. We've had kids just absolutely love it. Um, this week is going to be on, um, cycles of the moon and how they affect us. And the kids are going to be making little moon water jars and it's just absolutely adorable. They love it. So we have that. Then we have the Utah County meet and greet happening at the Mystic Frog. This is happening from two to four. This is a free thing. If you guys want to come out, hang out, get to know some other pagans in the area, have a cup of coffee, come on out. Uh, then we also have Norse mythology happening at 730 on the 26th, this Saturday coming up. And that's going to be um, taught by one of our Norse practitioners at the shop, and he's going to go over some of the, you know, mythologies and the different, different um, things that you might want to learn and know about Norse mythology. I've had a lot of people asking about it, so we're going to give a class and kind of get you an introduction to it. Uh, next month, or sorry, next week on the 31st, we have a blue moon ritual happening. We are going to... <laughs> Things that happen. <laughs> things you that did happen. Not. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> okay, so we're going to be having a blue moon ritual happening at the shop. That's going to be at seven thirty. Um, that one's going to be a um, little bit more of an emotional ritual. It's not going to be one of the big elaborate ones. It's going to be more geared towards, um, you know, it's going to be in Pisces. So we're going to do some emotional work with that. Um, then we also have with our friends, oh, excuse me, I missed the pagan markets happening at the 27th at the Mystic Frog in Orem. So come on out for that. We're going to have a whole bunch of vendors. We're going to have all the things lined up uh, from what time? 10 to 4? Yes. 10 to 4. Well, 10 uh, is, the, is the service. 10 is the, oh, that's right. The spiritual service is happening at 10 and then 11 to 4, 11 to 4. is the market. Yes. So if you want space for that, you could still get in on that. We still have plenty of vendor space. Yes. So um, get a hold of Vlad if you know how to do that. Yeah, or Tabitha. Uh-huh. Um, and then we have happening and with our friends up at Crohn's Hollow, they're having a seance on the 31st of August at 7 p.m. And the cost for that is going to be $10. And that's the only event that I'm currently seeing. And at We Witches 3, we have a Witches Ladder Make and Take happening Sunday at 1 p.m. Now it's out in Magna at We Witches. So if you guys want to learn about, about Witches Ladders and you want to make one, let them know and get signed up. So um, other than that, that's all the events I'm going to go over for now. But we'll have more next week. Yes, we will. And again, thank you for listening, and we appreciate your time. And from all of us out here to all of you there, bye. bye.